Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey, and we're sponsored today by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. Today's topic can get into the weeds, and we've got two of the best to help us get out of there. I'll introduce those guys in just a moment. But the topic for the day is how can payload technology decrease my unit cost of material handling? I'm joined first today with Jason Hurtis, Caterpillar's global market professional for quarry and aggregates. And Lonnie Fritz joins us as Caterpillar's senior market professional, construction industries uh, overseeing the heavy construction, the road building equipment. Guys, thanks again. This is a great topic, especially for those that have that technology, which a growing number do now. Lonnie, let's start with you from the standpoint of, give me a, a maybe, a, again, as I like to say, that 5,000 foot picture. Why is this important and and why should a contractor listening to this podcast care? Yeah, anytime we can drive down costs, Brad, that's the same as uh, driving up profitability, Ooh. right? It's the uptime, downtime. It's a team yeah. totter. <laughs> so we want to drive uptime. In this case, we want to drive down unit costs so we can drive up profitability. And how, how do we do that with utilizing payload? Just how does payload accomplish that? Well, a couple of quick uh, value drivers that come to mind is just by minimizing cycle time. Time mm-hmm. is money. So if we can load a hauling unit, say a truck, whether it's on highway, off highway, whatever truck or hauling unit may be, the quicker we can load that truck to the correct targeted payload, the cheaper we're going to be doing business. It's going to lower unit cost and maximize profitability. Now, you often hear recycling. We're not recycling glass and plastic here. We don't want to be recycling trucks. Mm. I remember loading, you know, trucks in my dad's gravel pit. And when they would go off the scale and hit the hard road, I breathed a sigh of relief. But when they made that 180 degree turn to come down and revisit me, oh gosh, did I have them overloaded or underloaded? Um, So we don't want to be recycling trucks. We have put on payload systems on customers, wheel loaders, for example. I worked with one down in the Southwest on a 980 size machine. They were recycling one out of every two trucks. You're like, no, wait a minute. There needs to be some operator oh, training. Oh, I guess so. They were, fight- <laughs> they were fighting moisture big oh, time. Geez. And it was sand. It was very oh, yeah. wet or it was on the drier right. side. And, and so by implementing payload technology, it alleviated the issue of recycling trucks. It's a plea for safety and also time is money. It gets those trucks loaded as quickly as possible and onto the job. Boy, that's so powerful. You know, you did bring back a quick memory. I have a really good friend in the Midwest, lived in Kansas City for years. But anyway, John had a company. Uh, he, was, he was basically a site guy. But he always said that he said sometimes it's the overly aggressive operator that gets you into more trouble when he's putting on more weight on that load than that mover needs to be handling. And I, th- I never thought of it the way you were just talking about it. You know, a guy really wanted to set rule records, I guess, or something, but it wound up backfiring on he would have to, that would increase his maintenance cost because the guy was just almost abusing the equipment for what it was supposed to be used for. Jason, from your standpoint, a little different. I mean, your people that you're involved with, these guys and gals, these guys are moving some heavy stuff. I mean, whether it's rock, gravel, whatever the case may be, what's their take on this type of topic? Uh, for a core and aggregate operation, payload rules. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is measured by payload. Uh, mm-hmm. And the keyword there is measurement. How much mm-hmm. is in the stockpiles? How much was taken from the stockpiles? Loaded in the trucks? How many trucks were loaded every day? As Lonnie mentioned, how many went out the gate the first time, accurate, how many had to be recycled, because all of that 
is money. Um, it also helps with planning. You know, if you know you got X tons of 58s, 57s, 8s on the ground and you load it out, you know, why this week, you know, next week you need to build that back. So it helps you with planning. The payload systems today on most production loaders are standard equipment. So it'll easily tell you how much of each material type you loaded out, what trucks you loaded that into. You can do material IDs, truck mm. IDs. The calibration today is simpler than it's ever been. It's simple and intuitive for the operators to use. Um, and we've even found, you know, loader operators have got 20, 25, 30 years of experience. Those guys are pretty good. They can kind of tell you, you know, this is how much this material weighs. But think of all the new hires and all the yeah. new employees coming yeah. in. If yeah. you have a payload system, that's going to make them as productive mm-hmm. and as accurate as your more experienced employees. And on that same note, you can tell by each loader how much payload they've moved. Mm-hmm. So you can better manage your training, better manage your operators, or better manage locations within your own quarry. You know, if you see one loader is constantly struggling compared to the other three or four loaders in your in your loadout, yeah. well, my first question would be why? Is it the type of material? Is it the location of that stockpile to the front gate? Is it the loader operator? Is it the loader? Why is that loader not performing the same as the other three? And it helps you make some business decisions to improve your efficiency and most importantly, your profitability. You know, I don't want to create any internal competition that's detrimental to the company, but this could actually be used in a lot of ways in sort of a friendly competitive nature with our operators of from this tracking, this payload technology, to be able to really set some targets of how we can become more productive. Would you agree with that, Lonnie? Is that something that's possible? Yeah, yeah. You know, from in terms of incentive, right? I get a little concerned when I say incentive, and I'm not putting words yeah. in your mouth, Brad, but I'm just making sure it's a it's a yeah. safe yeah. Uh, way to incentivize yeah. the employees. But absolutely, when you look at target payload, how close are you hitting target payload in? I'm telling you what, a product group that is getting it mm-hmm. right, and that's our wheel loader mm-hmm. product lineup. When you are tipping off to the pile, you can tip off to the truck you want. Now you have the auto tip off features. It's all there. It's taking more and more inputs out of the mm-hmm. operator and just hitting that payload on target. And, you know, I, I look at the word payload and it, it says it in two syllables. And that is you get paid usually by the load, you definitely get paid by the volume or the weight of material on gotcha. that load. Now, how do you impact that mm. pay that owner is receiving for mm-hmm. that load? One is through fines. Overload the truck, pay the fines, pay the extra yes. cost. And then you got the whole safety yeah. factor. Underload the truck, just as big a pet peeve as mine as a former project manager, was when it took more trucking assets. Mm. Because the volume of material, the weight of the material, that total amount of material to be moved is not going to change. How long and how many resources is it going to take, i.e. the cost, to get that same amount of material moved? So when you're underloading, it's costing you as well. So you want maximum pay. And to really knock that ball out of the park with payload, it prevents you from costing you on the fine Mm. side. And it prevents you from having extra trucking resources needed when you're underloading them, moving the same amount of material. This is awesome. I mean, to me, it's almost the comparison of the shotgun pattern and how do you bring that pattern down to a finer zone of shooting for bird shooting, for instance, that type of thing. And we've all, if if we're bird hunters, we know what it means to go out there and bring our shot into a better pattern. You know, one of the reasons I brought up incentive, Lonnie, though, it was interesting too, and you kind of said it. 
with this payload technology, we can actually help our operators zero in on more precise and more exact weight that they are moving per load based on the metrics that we're collecting, right? Absolutely. And let's take that to the next step. Again, it's an art and Mm -hmm. science. It can be challenging Mm -hmm. to know exactly, let's say with on-highway trucking, to know exactly how many trucks you need to support an excavator, to support the wheel loader. And that is a moving target if every load is different. If the target payload is 21 tons per semi-trailer, let's just say, and you're everywhere but 21 tons, maybe 10% of the loads are hitting Mm. 21 tons. Try to get the right number of trucks to support that loading tool is a challenge. So when you hit that target, one, it's making it easier on the operator, but it's just like paving. Brad, you better paving. Concrete, asphalt, take your pick. Paving smoothness is largely attributed to consistency. And payload is Mm -hmm. no different. Consistency pays Mm -hmm. you dividends on both sides of the. That's exactly right. You know, when I think about this, uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna bring this to a a slow close here in just a moment. But Jason, let me throw this at you because this is something that I've thought about. You know, I I have an iPad, I have an iPhone, and yet do I use one hundred percent of its capabilities? Probably not. So what about this? What happens when a contractor? has the payload technology, which I think, Jason, you said earlier, has become almost standard equipment now. Is there such a thing as not using that information to the fullest? And if it is, then what what do they need to be accessing and then making a part of their decision making? I don't think there's a risk of it becoming obsolete. I think it's going to become more and more valuable and more and more used by you know, loading tools as well as hauling tools, just because of the instantaneous information provided. You know exactly how much material you put into that truck. You know exactly how much payload and material each of your trucks are hauling. So your production efficiency, your fuel efficiency, all that can start to be known a lot faster than what it was in the past. And that's valuable information to maintain the competitiveness of each and every company, as well as the profitability, as I mentioned earlier. So, and I think that's why manufacturers have moved to, to move payload standard. You know, when 99% of your production class wheel loaders are being built with the option of payload, that kind of indicates to you that the market's driving that and there's a need for it. That's exactly. I think that's a great answer to that. And that really does answer that. If you're buying this type of equipment, you are buying it because you want a more exact compliance with with what our people are moving. I think that's great. Guys, this has been awesome. Uh, If you're listening to this, uh, hopefully you've taken some good points away. Obviously, you can always go and listen to this one again and others. You'll get a little explanation on where you can go find that later. But hey, from the group of us, from Jason and Lonnie, on behalf of the Contractor's Best Friend podcast, Wish you a great learning lesson here. Use the things that Jason and and Lonnie shared with you. And as always, have a great year. Find more helpful information from CAT experts on cat.com on the tips, tech, and tools expert page.